for part two of the importance of identity. If you didn't see the first part, I encourage you to go back and look at that one. And uh, we will get started right after this. Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the kingdom age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right, so I am back with Victor Jenkins, a good friend of mine from the Sacramento area. We've known each other 15, 20 years, something like that. Uh, um, Our paths have kept crossing over time in different arenas and and here we are now in this movement of God. And, and Victor, I know you don't know a lot about this, this movement that we've been walking in for the last few years, but it has changed our lives. But the interesting thing is one of the things that this movement taught me is how to love myself. And it's something that you learned to do a long time ago, and it really changed your life. And we've been having a great conversation and discussion uh, about you know how to lo- love yourself and love yourself well and the benefits of that, not just for yourself, but for other people around you. And so at the end of the last show, I said that we were going to talk about several different things. And so I'm going to go through these. You pick one and launch right into it. So I, ha- I said the law of attraction, intent, different lines of reality, knowing yourself and how that sets you free as well as others, and then the battles to uh, level up. Um, pick any one of those that strikes you and and run with it well i think the order that you enumerated them is well enough is considering that the law of attraction is one of those those laws that just covers so much it's so all-encompassing but in order to talk about the law of attraction because many people talk about on a superficial level and people don't get the full impact of what it is first of all we have to really understand that god made the world right god made this deal everything that happens here he knows all about it. Yeah. All the things that scientists talk about, all the stuff that the religionists talk about, all the stuff that the, the fortune tell, God made all of it, right? In the yeah. book of Hebrews, the scripture says, by faith we know that the worlds were formed. Later mm-hmm. on in Hebrews it says, we know that things that are seen are made of things that never were. Now that's the verse I want to focus on because I used to enjoy chemistry and the hard sciences in high school. So people who think that religion and science are against each other don't really understand the law of attraction. Everything that God didn't say it in his word, but he gave me the knowledge to understand it. Everything on the earth vibrates at a certain level. All right, come on. Here we go. Frequency. It vibrates at a certain frequency. When you think of the number of different telephone numbers that exist in the world, you got to be able to get that the amount of frequencies is unlimited. But the one frequency, it could be one frequency, it could be one frequency, one kilohertz difference between my finger and my other finger. It could be a kilowatt difference between my hand and my computer. But the point is that things that vibrate at the same frequency are attracted to each other. That is very interesting. I like the way you put that, Victor. Yeah. Human human beings are emotional. Your thoughts are on a frequency. Come on. You ever be thinking about somebody and all of a sudden they call you? Yeah, yeah. It's because you're on the same frequency. Your thoughts are on the same frequency. 
Your emotions are on the frequency. Everything is a frequency. You know, mankind talks about atoms and molecules and electrons, and we like to think that that's the smallest thing that there are. Well, I say that's the smallest thing that we know about. Right, right. I, I believe in time we'll find out that spirit, your spiritual life, has a frequency. Absolutely. Now, here's the difference. Mankind have the ability to alter their frequency by the way they feel. We alter our feelings by the things we say. We alter our feelings by the things that we think. We can alter our frequency. And when we do that, the other other things that are line up at the same frequency, they'll be drawn to us. Come That's on. how the law of attraction works. If you are having an attraction of love, kindness, or even the nine fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, gentleness, meekness, mercy, and kindness, if you carry around that sort of frequency, then you're going to draw those things to you. And if anything comes to you that's not at that frequency, it's your job to get them at that frequency. So <laughs> I believe the law of attraction is universal. And ever since I found out that I could control how I felt by what I thought, control what I got by how, how well I loved, I look for every opportunity, Gil, to love somebody, to love something. And I'm not talking about the sort of love that gets polluted by the world. I'm talking genuinely caring mm -hmm. about somebody. Somebody yeah. who's got the wrong idea about God, well, I'm, I'm going to love them, but I'm not going to fight with them. There's another scripture that says, agree with the adversary quickly. And I think that's what that scripture is for. When you get someone who is just really putting it on to tell you how this is not the case and that's not the case, and you know that it is, you're not going to get them any closer to the trough <laughs> fighting with them. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what you're talking about right now is law of attraction and intent because, you know, what we dis what we choose to focus on and, and you know, and, and kind of laser focus, you know, get our thoughts on is our intent. Uh, I love that. It, or some would call it desire. You know, Einstein's, you know, talked about that all matter is energy. You know, E equals MC squared is all about the fact that all matter is energy. Energy flows or moves at a certain frequency, a vibration. And so, I mean, what you're saying is so right on. And yeah, science and, and, and spirituality, I think definitely are coming together. I mean, a lot of people in this movement are just seeing tons of things. And there's actually, um, you know, some, some scientific uh, evidence, strong evidence, uh, where there were groups, have been groups, and I think there always will be groups, but there have been groups in the past, like in the early 1900s, that got together and they engaged spiritually to go in and to get uh, scientific answers, and they were very, very effective. Uh, the person who wrote about it, I think, um, man, I can't remember his name anymore, but it's called The Physics of God. The book is called The Physics of God. And, um, yeah, I wish... It, it, Joseph is his first name, I think, uh, who wrote the book. But anyway, um, yeah, very impressive stuff. He, he documented these groups that had got together and done this and how, you know, obviously everybody thought, oh, this is cuckoo crazy stuff. And then it wouldn't be long before what they, what they received in the spiritual realm, what they pulled down, what I would call out of the kingdom, you know, uh, you know, the truth out of the kingdom was later discovered in science and shown to be true. So we, we, we have a great ability to do that. We can choose to step in, I believe, 
This may sound a little crazy, but I believe we can choose to start stepping into other realms. Jesus said that we would do greater things than he did. Okay, so he walked through walls. He, you know, apparently walked through groups of people. And to me, that was a frequency thing. He knew how to match their frequency because, you know, the only reason we appear to be physically here is because of the frequency and the vibration of ourselves. Because there's more, you know, there's a thousand times more space in me and anything solid than there is actually matter. Mm -hmm. So it's the vibration that makes it look like it's real. So if you can match that frequency, you know, I believe that as more and more people with intent begin to focus on how do I match the frequency of this wall? And I know people personally who are literally practicing this. They're, they're practicing, how do I walk through a wall? I've got to match that frequency. And Jesus said that we would be able to do these things. So now I also believe at the same time that it you know, comes back to this, uh, the battles that level us up. We've got internal stuff, that emotional stuff that vibrates at other frequencies. And if we don't walk in that perfect love that casts out all fear, then you know, we're going to have a little bit of a difficulty stepping into the greater things that Jesus talked about. But as we begin to match that perfect love that casts out all fear, and we walk in perfect freedom, I believe, like Jesus, that he, you know, we will be able to do the things that he did and greater things just because, you know, he said we would, and I believe it. <laughs> and, and, and we know where we are. There's no doubt about that. But from time to time, the humanity gets in the way, and yep. you want to show somebody something, right? <laughs> you, want to, you want to prove something to somebody. And really, proving things to people who don't believe is a losing battle. Yeah. I've said yeah. ever since I first heard somebody say it, that, that, that to them that believe, proof is not even necessary. And to them that don't believe, proof is impossible. So we have to really avoid trying to get into proving things to people. But on the real occasion that we do want to prove something to somebody, we also have to guard against being offended by their response. Somebody might think we're silly. Somebody might think you're going overboard. Somebody might think you're too, or whatever it is that they think we must be careful to not be offended by yeah. the response. And now the offended part brings me to a, a message I heard from my pastor. I've got to give him his props, Philip George Godot. I'm quoting Philip George Godot. He taught a series many, many years ago entitled, Who Offended You and Stopped You from Receiving Your Miracle? Now, <laughs> are you able to share your point of view or share your concept with another person that's going to be an opportunity for a miracle to take place when their eyes get open. But if you get so offended by their response to you, then you're not going to be able to go forward and share the concept with them. And that's not going to make yeah. you feel good. So we must make a conscious effort to not be offended because, you know, we might think that somebody offended us, but at the end of the day, over here is where the offense occurs. And the Bible says, be not offended. So I'm committed to not being offended. And I'm, st I'm still a human being, but I got to tell you, I'm way, way closer to the absence of offense than what I Come used on. to be. That's what I, I love. Yeah, I love, I love that because I believe that as in this next stage, we're moving, we're already into the next stage. And one of these days, we got to have some conversations because I want to catch up on some very, very cool stuff, um, you know, dealing with... Um, the, the times and the seasons that Father has put us in, and it, it's it's not a it's not a woo woo thing. It's it's a literal here. Look at it. You know, when, once you know what to look for, it's like boom, it's there. It's very cool. Talking about the the Maseroth, and if you don't know what the Maseroth is, for anybody who's listening, uh, go look it up in the Bible. It's very very powerful. It's God's only clock. 
that he ever created. <laughs> I'll have to do it because I'm not familiar with it. It's good stuff, but but that we are moving into this next age, and one of the hallmarks of it that I think we're going to see in people is that they will become unoffendable, and they will become unoffendable because they have learned to love themselves well. Because here's the thing that I've recognized and I've seen: when you see somebody that gets triggered and offended um, by you know certain things, specific things, whatever it might be, they, you know, for me that is a very clear sign that they don't really know who they are because the people I have seen that really know who they are and love themselves well, you can come at me with, you know, you can disagree with me vehemently on, on any subject. And if I know who I am, I'm just going to just, I'm going to be focused on how can I help you? I, I realize you don't agree with me. I realize you may even hate me for what I believe. How can I help you? Because I am confident in who I am. And, you know, and at this stage of my life, I'm confident in who I am and what I believe. But I also know that I've been wrong before. Everybody's been wrong before. So I hold everything loosely. And so even though I, I am confident in who I am in Christ, that is the one stable thing that I have that I, that I do know. And so, but what I think I know, you know, otherwise can be shaken. And I want the father to shake it up. I want him to shake it and shake it loose and get rid of it if it's not the truth. So I am not holding on to anything as if it's part of my identity and that this is the truth and everybody's got to believe the way I do. No, I hold it loosely so that if the father needs to shake it and get rid of it, that it can be done. Because again, my confidence in my identity is in him, not in some doctrine, not in some belief, but it's in him and him alone. And uh, it makes it so easy for me to set other people free. So, I mean, if you come come to me and you've got some weird belief, and, and I was just talking with somebody just over lunch, and uh, we enjoyed one another. We shared our differences in belief. And neither one of us, as far as I could tell, I know I wasn't, but I didn't think he was offended either, that we would share some differences in belief. It's like, well, I have a different take on that. I, I see it differently. You know, we're talking about end-time eschatology stuff. And uh, it's like, it's okay. Now, 20, 30 years ago, oh, man, I would have gone a couple rounds with you in the boxing ring over, you know, I'm right. Oh, I, I know this, <laughs> but not anymore. No, in fact, most of that stuff I've let go of because Father's shaken it and it didn't have good foundation to it. And so it shifted away. Hey, I'm going to take a break real quick. Um, and uh, when we come back, I, I want to get your thoughts. We're going to have about 10, 15 more minutes. So uh, gear up, man. I want, And I also want to know what your hats are about and why you chose that background. We'll be right hey. back after this. Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. All right, I am back with Victor Jenkins, good friend of mine from Sacramento, California. And um, so, Victor, before we jump in, 
tell me about why, why, what are the hats for and uh, why did you choose that background? My background is chosen just because it's got a lot of colors and it sparkles a lot and it's not boring. That's the main reason. <laughs> now, Our... I have to tell you, when I first was on your show some time ago and you had a dynamic background, I thought I was doing something really smooth by getting a still picture of Kingdom Media Talks. I thought, oh man, Gil's going to love this. He's going to get his shoes knocked off. And, and then when you came on, you put my background to shame. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> all good, all good. My background was static, right? So I decided this time, you know what, man? Put on a dynamic background, you'll be in good company. <laughs> very cool, very cool. So what about the hats? What are those? Well, both of them are gifts. This one, the small letters down in the corner is M-A-G-A. And this one is a is a, an American president seal. And then both of them represent Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the president of the United States, and I'm glad he's the president of the United States. When Barack Obama was the president of the United States, I wasn't glad he was the president of the United States, but he still was the president, and I didn't have any caps with his name <laughs> on it. But my, but my wife did have some, some souvenir things with Michelle Obama, dishes, Michelle Obama, whatnot, dolls, stuff like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, but these, these I got on my, my, my set just to give my set a little bit of character, just to be different from just having a plain red table here. And this will also give people something else to think about, to focus on, like the background. Because, see, people, they think a lot faster than I can talk. And just to give them something to keep them distracted so that they don't get so they don't fall asleep too quickly when I'm talking. <laughs> I don't think they're going to fall asleep. We've been having a, a very good, interesting conversation. So um, we got, a, like I said, about 10 or 15 more minutes. Uh, what would you like to share with everybody before uh, we ha we wrap this up? Let me see. Let's talk about. Well, our culture is always a good place to start. I am in the process of putting together a video series. Yeah, I just yeah. recently read a book called Coming Home. And in the book called Coming Home, the writer believes that President Trump will succeed in his re-election bid if he was able to get 20% of the black vote. And this person thinks that President Trump can do that. And as I read the book, I was touched, moved, and inspired, and I thought that maybe I, I could do something because I tend to shy away from the conversation about politics because most of the people that I know, most of the black folks that I know, they think that something's the matter with me because I support the president of the United States. But after reading this book, I decided I'm going to put together this video series, and about eight weeks before the elections, I'm going to stop putting one out per week. But in the course of doing that, I elicited the services of a guy who's a Toastmaster like me. He's a Christian like me. He's a little older than I am. And so what he's going to do is he's going to take what I'm thinking and what I'm saying, and he's going to make it palatable. He's known me long enough to understand that sometimes what I say is it's like chunks of meat, right? <laughs> and because of that, my audience doesn't necessarily connect with what I'm saying. Even though what I'm saying, is it makes perfect sense, and it's and it's, it's you know it's irrefutable, but none of us are sitting around waiting for somebody to come and tell us something that make us feel like we're wrong. None of yeah. us are waiting to have our opinions changed, you know. Because when is the last time someone came up to you and said, "Hey, Gil, you're wrong about that. 
and you went, wow, I'm so glad you told me that. I didn't know that. And then I'm going to, I'm going to do something different now. I'm not going to be the same way. So I appreciate you telling me that. Well, Gil, you know, that doesn't happen. That really doesn't happen. So the ability to, to persuade someone and the ability to impact someone and have them thinking about things a little bit differently from how they were thinking about it. Well, you know, that's what this video series is designed to do. And how are they going to get that? Where do they go to get that video series? Well, it's going to be on, on my podcast channel viewattitudes.podbean.com. All right, say it one more. Actually, email that link to me so I can put it in the notes. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, and say it one more time. viewattitudes.podbean.com. Very good, very good. Now, can I ask you a question, though? Well, I don't know if you can, Gil, but like my English teacher said, (laughs) if you can, you may. May I ask you a question? All right. Um. So in this series that you're going to do, I I think something that's important is that we also share with people, not just Christians, but people in general, we need to share with them, how do we respond if uh, the candidate that you want, whether it's Trump or Biden, um, how do you respond if they don't get elected? Because uh, I'm afraid that there's going to be some turmoil over this election and honestly from christians it it really should not be coming at all you know because we we i trust that my god is sovereign and that he's not up there chewing on his fingernails because uh, the wrong person got into office whoever that might be i i i don't see that at all i see that things are going to happen whatever they may be and father's going to use them for the good of all his people for all people and um and so I'm just, you know, as Christians, we shouldn't be offended. We need to just take it and just realize here's a chance for me to level up in my maturity in how I respond to the situation. And I just think it's a, a good thing for all of us that we need to keep that in perspective. Yeah, sure, we can with intent, you know, be moving toward what we would like to see and what we and here's the thing. I believe in going into the heavens to see what the Father's doing, and we do that. You know, because uh, I, I personally am not even a party line person anymore. I'm looking for the person that I believe Father is calling into office. And um, that that's what I'm looking for. And and if it's, you know, if it happens to be somebody different, then I'm going to the Father and saying, okay, now how do I, you know, what do I do? What am I, what are you doing so that I can do that in the earth? Well, well, well for me, I must say, I pay a lot of attention to parties. And the reason I pay attention to parties is that we are in a two-party system. And I think the reason that we are in a two-party system is pretty simple. Because no matter what you're thinking about, there's only two ways to do anything, anything at all. And that's the right way (laughs) and the wrong way. Now, what's the right way and the wrong way depends on the person doing the evaluating. But however, there's still only two choices. And for me, there's only one right way to go. When I look at what the party's platforms are and what they say that they stand for, the one that most resembles what I stand for is the one that I'm going to vote for. And it doesn't matter to me who their representative is. When the 17 people were running for the Republican nomination, I had 17 choices and President Trump wasn't the first person that I thought of when I wanted to figure out who I wanted to be my candidate. But once he became my candidate, 
dude, he is my president. He's the candidate, so he's the one I'm going to vote for. And it doesn't matter who the other guy is. If the other guy is not a Republican, they're not going to get my vote. And even now, the president of the United States is the leader of a country of which I, I'm, I live in the United States. Of course he's my president. When President Obama was the president, I didn't vote for him, but he was the president. So since he was the president, I respected him as being the president. And I didn't have all, you know, I had a few conversations with my friends who are more conservative than I to let them know, you can't say that President Obama hates America. You can say that he does some things that you don't agree with, but you can't say he hate America. Come on, there you go. Because I don't think anybody hates America. They just see it differently from me. Right. See, That's I good. see Jesus Christ as Lord. Everybody doesn't see Jesus Christ as Lord, but I do. And if you don't see him as Lord, I'm going to see him as Lord with such a fervor and such a passion and such an excitement that you won't be able to help but to come along and be the way that I'm being. Because the Bible says I would that you be hot or cold, but not lukewarm, for I will spew you out of my mouth. And that's the reason why. Because if you're iffy, if you're wishy-washy, you oh, yeah, maybe, maybe Jesus. No, Jesus, no, but if you Jesus is Lord, then you're gonna get some people to pay attention. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You know, and what I what I also like is that um, um, I like finding the areas that I disagree with other people on, and and so you know I, I could say clearly that one area that you and I would disagree on is you're a party man, and I'm I don't look at parties anymore. I'm looking at the man because I know, you know, that there are certain people that can get into office that might not necessarily really even represent the party that they were voted in through. And uh, so, yeah, I, you know, so that'd be an area that I'd say we disagree on. I don't think it's a big deal, but uh, it can be for a lot of people. It's just semantics, man, because you know what? <laughs> You're going to vote for the same person I vote for every time. <laughs> you and I even probably you, would. Yeah, yeah. Even though you're looking at the man and I'm looking at the party. You're going to, you're going to, are we going to vote the same person? Probably. We, we got the same value. My worldview <laughs> and your worldview are similar, except for the fact yeah. that you think that sometimes the wrong person will get the party nomination. I don't think so. Yeah. And it's all good. It's all good. And that's the, that's the thing is walking under the tree of life. We get to love one another. And uh, because I, I'm, I'm confident in who I am, I can love you and I can love other people who may vehemently disagree and be angry and hate me because of the way I believe. I'm still going to love them. I'm still, and I, and I, you know, and some of them, you may, you may have to walk with them at a distance, you know, <laughs> just, just because they don't know how to love you back. And that's okay. You know, well, it doesn't make any, it doesn't make any difference to me if they love me back. That's one thing I'm sure of. You don't have to love me if you don't want to, but I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so good. So good, Victor. Well, we're basically out of time. You, you want to say one last thing? Um, about a minute or so, or or we can wrap it up. What would you like? Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. And Jesus knew, just like God knew, there ain't anything that happening around here that he don't know about. So don't be trying to drive yourself crazy, trying to fix it. Because everything that's happening, he had foreknowledge. He had foreknowledge. Amen. All right. And well, thank Victor you, Joe, for inviting me to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me come on. And I give you an open invitation. Have me come on again. I'd love to talk about some other things. All right. I, I've enjoyed this. It's been a lot of fun. It's uh, been a long time since we've had a good conversation. And uh, I've always enjoyed 
conversations with you. So I honor you. I bless you. Love you, man. And uh, I look forward to the next time. And all of our listeners, just uh, we're actually going to do a behind-the-scenes part, so 10, 15 more minutes of uh, maybe diving into something a little more deep. Uh, it might even be a little more controversial. We'll see. But uh, if you want to get a hold of the behind-the-scenes part, uh, you can go to the KingdomTalksMedia.com website right below here. Click on that. Go to the partnership. And under the partnership tab, you'll find a behind-the-scenes partnership group there. And uh, you can and do that. It's $10 a month, and you can get all the behind-the-scenes. In fact, you can get all the shows that we do ahead of time uh, rather than waiting for them to come out on YouTube and Facebook. But uh, in the meantime... We love you all. We bless you all. And again, Victor, thank you for being on here. And we'll look forward to it next time. God bless. Take care. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.